Live from the fish tank, it's your host Ronnie with another episode of the DSAC Fantasy Podcast coming at you the day before Thanksgiving. So you can uh, make sure your ears get all nice and full the day before your bellies get all nice and full. And as we approach Thanksgiving, it's uh, always a good time to remember the positive things in your lives uh, and to be thankful for them and to take stock of that and you know, not focus so much on the negatives. So in the spirit of that, I really hope that each and every one of you realize how thankful you are for me. All right. We only had one trade this week and it was in basketball. That was Paolo sending Desmond Bain and two firsts to Ryan in exchange for Carl Anthony Towns and one first. And this was you know, a, a big deal. You have three first-round picks here in total. You got two very young, well, I don't know about calling Towns very young, but two young-ish um, talented players. Like, this is a, a nice big dynasty move right here. Um, Paolo, trying to uh, beef up the team now a little bit, adds a center, a position that he was sorely lacking at over these last couple of seasons. Uh, Ryan gets Desmond Bain, who... Well, depending on where you look at for your dynasty rankings, is seen as pretty close to Towns, if not higher on some lists. And not only that, but his contract is much, much cheaper. Um, so that ext- hit first extension that Bain will get will be well under what Towns gets, and Towns' next extension will be pretty pricey. So uh, for being honest here, I think I like this more for Ryan than for Paolo, just based on that part alone, even if Bain and Towns are probably pretty similar in value. Uh, then not only does Ryan get the more valuable asset in a salary cap league, but he also gets another first. And depending on how Ryan maneuvers in this upcoming offseason, I could see the first rounder that he is sending to Paolo being worse than the first rounder he is getting back from Paolo in this upcoming draft. So I think I like this more from Ryan's side, but I at least get Paolo's idea there in trying to bring in a uh, a talented, established center to better balance his roster as he goes forward. And after that trade, I think it's only fair um, that we go on to talk about basketball. And that is going to lead us into the first record we have all year in basketball. These first few weeks have brought nothing but good parody, as I've mentioned quite a few times, if we're being honest. I'm sure you're all tired of hearing me say that, but it's true. That's what's happened. And for the first time, we had a record fall, and it was a record on the positive side, not on the negative side. And that record was free throw percentage as yours truly smashed my previous record. So now the walleye hold the top two single best free throw shooting weeks in DSAC history. We shot over 91% last week, which is um, <coughs> something. I was very, very proud of our guys there for hardly missing any free throws all week. It's Hey, we you got to hang our hat on something because as I start talking about the recaps here, um, you'll see that uh, the rest of the week, the other um, eight categories did not go so hot for the walleye. But that'll be at the end here. So first matchup up, 
Ping beats Nathan 7-2. There will be a few 7-2s this week. Ping gets 68, or, sorry, 65, 28, 558 from the field, 944 from the line from Bam Adebayo, 18 threes from Beasley, 18 blocks from Lopez. Nathan gets 16 threes from Hardaway Jr., 80 points, 28 boards, 9 stocks from Laurie Markkinen. Mike beats Paolo 5-3-1. Mike gets 91, 13, and 27, perfect for the free throw line, and 14 threes from Tyrese Maxey. 120, 18, and 22 with 13 steals, 557 from the field, and perfect from the line from SGA. Paolo, meanwhile, gets 97, 32, and 29 from Randall. Spencer and Ryan tie 4 to 4 to 1. Spencer goes first because he is higher than standings. He gets 81, 20, and 10 with 565 from the field and 16 three pointers from Melton. Uh, 96, 31, and 23. 606 from the field from Pascal Siakam. Ryan gets 86, 28, and 17 with 13 threes from Zach Levine. 99, 16, and 25. 950 from the line and 14 threes from Ball. Ahmed beats Keith 7-2 to retain uh, the belts. 102, 28, 28, and 14 threes from Luka Doncic. 129, 19, and 25 with 10 stocks and 16 threes from De'Aaron Fox. 111, 52, and 30 on 754 from Sabonis. Meanwhile, Keith gets 79, 28, and 26 from Scotty Barnes. Barry beats Sean 8-1 to behind 123, 40, and 30 with 976 from the line from Joel Embiid. 43 boards, 11 stocks, and 714 from the field from Mitchell Robinson. 114, 14, 26, and 19 threes from Jalen Brunson. 61 points, 26 boards, 10 blocks, 595 from the field, 933 from the line from Kristaps Porzingis. And Sean gets nada. Josh beats Kevin, 72. 108 points, 23 boards, 25 assists, 625 from the field, perfect from the line, 12 three-pointers from Kevin Durant. 71 points, 44 boards, 10 assists, 21 stocks from Anthony Davis. My goodness. Kevin gets 74, 33, and 11 stocks. 600 from the field, 938 from the line from Chet Holmgren. 71, 44, 667 from the field from Evan Mobley. And lastly, Alex beating yours truly 7-2. Alex gets 81, 13, and 28, 9, 13 from the line from Booker, 101, 30, and 20 with 11 threes from Tatum, 55 and 35 with 11 stocks and 793 from the field from Jakob Pertl. The Walleye, meanwhile, got 103, 15, and 35 on 943 from the line and 14 three-pointers from Damian Lillard. Your category leaders for the week, Ping, 5-3-2-4 from the field, Ronnie, 9-1-8-2 from the line, Ryan with 105 three-pointers, way to go, Ryan, Ahmed with 298 boards, Barry, 201 dimes, Ryan and Spencer tying steals with 50 apiece, and unfortunately, that is how nobody won that matchup. The two best steal marks in the league this week leads to an inconclusive result. Josh with 39 blocks, Nathan with only 41 turnovers, Alex with 881 points. Player of the week was Shea for Mike, and unsurprisingly, he leads Barry's top five, followed by LeBron for Ping, Durant for Josh, and Bede for Barry, and Sabonis for Ahmed. So, take a look now at the standings, and I guess after that we can do the Roto table. Because that is now in, four weeks into the season. But Ahmed... Still out in front, two games up on Josh. Alex is four games back. Ping, seven back. Barry, eight back. Mike, nine back. I am ten back. Ten and a half back is Keith. Um, Spencer is also ten and a half back. 
Um, Nathan is 14 back, Ryan 14 and a half back, Kevin 15 back, Paolo 15 and a half back, and Sean a whopping 20 back. His record, in fact, is the inverse of Ahmed's. The Roto table is in, now that we are four weeks into the season. Alex with a whopping 102 Roto points, Josh with 87, Barry and Ahmed with 83, Ronnie and Mike with 78, Ping 77, Spencer at 62. There's where there's a good tier break. You have Alex in the 87 to 77 range is tier two. Now we have Spencer headlining tier three with Paolo at 61, Kevin at 58, Ryan at 55, and then down the very bottom here we have Keith at 48, Nathan 42, and Sean at 35. Although 14 of Sean's 35 roto points come from him being dead last in turnovers. Take a look forward now at this upcoming week, and we have... 7th place Walleye versus the 1st place Ratata Warriors. We have the 4th place Alphabama Pop-Tarts and 11th place San Antonio Isotopes. The 14th place Fool versus the 2nd place Connecticut Whale. The 8th place Queen's White Elephant versus 10th place I Miss Chris. 13th place Yo Let Me Get a Sausage, Egg, and Cheese with Ketchup. 9th place Salesboro Hops. 5th place Scunthorpe Sexland versus 3rd place Fargo Frostbite. 12th place Objection Protection. Versus sixth place, Valley Jobin. Could be a fun week for all. No games on Thursday, but we have games on the other six weeks. I or the other six days, I believe. But that is basketball for the week. All right, that moves us on to our next sport here as we have football. Nice week of football that'll uh, make the playoff race a little more interesting. But until we get to the standings here, we must first, of course, talk about the matchups. And because I have to record this on Wednesday, thanks to a uh, an issue with this, we have a trade that I can talk about uh, ahead of football as well, as this literally just went down, and I can't wait to give my take here. Um, Mike receives Spencer's 2024 second. Paolo's 2025 third and Paolo's 2026 third, along with 5 million in 23 and 7 million in 24. Paolo receives Jerry, Judy, and folks. This trade stinks for Paolo. Jerry, Judy is a bum. Butterfingers can't catch. He's just out there doing cardio, thinking he runs good routes and make, thinking that makes him a good rod receiver. Uh, he doesn't have the hands. Um, the athleticism to separate. Uh, he doesn't have the mentality. Uh, his ego is far, far too big, and that's going to ultimately hold him back. He was incredible in college. He is a jag at best in the NFL. And Paolo paid out the you-know-what to get him. And as I said in the chat, Paolo's team name of One Night in Paris is very fitting after what Mike did to Paolo in this trade. You can put as many innuendos and jokes in there as you want, but essentially... Uh, that's what happened. So um, glad Mike could get something for him. And uh, I feel bad that Paolo, a team that is already kind of, you know, trying to rebuild and accumulate draft picks and, and get better, uh, ends up uh, just wasting all those draft picks to get a bum. So that'll probably set him back a little bit. Not a ton because it's only a second and two thirds, but that 2024 second from Spencer is looking... Uh, That'll be a top 17, 18 pick, probably. 
you know, you can get a decent player. That's that's almost where Justin Jefferson was taken in the startup. Uh, yeah, so now that I'm done um, complaining about that, uh, let's actually get to these matchups. Like I said, the first matchup that we are going to talk about saw Keith put up a, uh, a big score for his standards lately. He drops 139.5 on nuts, 67, or sorry, 61.7, just came out hot and never relented. You know, nut took the brunt of it. And uh, yeah, on Keith's end here, 20 pointers, Calvin Ridley, 27.6 points. He catches seven passes for 103 yards and two scores. Gus Edwards also puts up 20. Singletary and Hertz get pretty close as the Swift. But looking over at Nuts' team here, nobody hits the 20-point mark. Desmond Ritter was the only QB Nut had, and he was on a bye. Uh, so he puts up a zero in that regard. And yeah, Pittman being out doesn't help either, but ultimately a pretty sound win uh, for Keith there. Next up, we see Barry squeak out a win, 108.1 to 106.64. Barry does not have a 20-point player. Neither does Ping in this one. The closest that Barry got was a 17.9 from Metcalf. The closest that Ping got was an 18.9 from Kittle. And, oh boy, is this interesting because had Ping started Jerick McKinnon over Sky Moore, he would have won. He blew it. Blew it. Soiled it. Just poor, poor management there from the Alabama Mudslets to Hans Gunthorpe. A much-needed win. Um, moving up here, we have Sean. A, a very off week for Sean. A pretty disappointing and, quite frankly, pathetic week from the Magician with a paltry 118.3 points to Paolo's 103.52. Sean, it's quite a few 20-pointers here. Tyree Kill, 25.6, thanks to 10 catches for 146 yards and a score. Keenan Allen goes for 22.6, 10 catches, 116 yards and a score. Keenan Allen, uh, quietly the wide receiver number two at the moment, right behind Tyree Kill, who is wide receiver number one, and also on this team is A.J. Brown, who is wide receiver number four. God, Sean's team is <laughs> Sean's team is a joke, man. That's not fair. Lamar Jackson also puts up 23.96 thanks to two scores and 264 yards through the air. Yeah, three of the top four wide receivers. Um, the only downside here, though, is Mark Andrews is out for the year now. That's a, uh, a, a big blow to Sean's team and not having an ace at tight end like Andrews is going to possibly be an equalizer for opposing teams here come playoff time. We got Alex putting up 120.64 to Josh's 37.5, more than tripling what Josh did. Uh, and this was mostly led by... Oh, I guess, hold on. Uh, I should mention that on Paolo's team, he did have Jordan Love at 20.88 points. But back to the matchup that I already introed here. Uh, yeah, Alex's win, big win over Josh, is mostly on the back of Trevor Lawrence going for 31.18 points. Sorry, 32.18 points. Don't want to undersell him there. Two scores through the air, two scores on the ground. Big week for T-Law. And unsurprisingly, with Josh's 37.5, nobody really came all that close to 20. We have uh, the, the, the toilet bowl this week. 
Mike gets his first win. Everybody, a round of applause for Mike. Congratulate him in the chat. I'm sure he's thrilled to pick up that win. He's been a long time coming, and you know he was trying really, really hard to end this losing streak. Very excited for Mike. He wins 72.1 to 70.4 over Spencer. Mike does get Jalen Warren going for 22.0. Warren out here uh, maybe taking over the, uh, the, the bell cow. I mean, it's not bell cow, the... The lead role for poor phrasing on my part. Uh, in Pittsburgh, there are nine, only nine carries, but 129 yards in the score. Very efficient outing for Jalen Warren. Uh, and over on Spencer's end, Kyler Murray, 21.66 points. Pretty good week for him as he gets acclimated again. Score on the ground and a score through the air for Kyler we have a close one here as Nathan ekes out a win over Kevin, 94.14 to 91.34. Nathan needed this. He lost Burrow for the rest of the season in this game, which will be a big blow to his chances the rest of the way. But if you're going to lose Burrow, you better at least win the matchup, and he did. Um, on Nathan's end, Justin Herbert, 25.7. Herbie really came through there. Uh, Two scores and 260 yards through the air. 73 more yards on the ground. Not exactly known as a rushing quarterback, but Herbert's, you know, mobile enough. And uh, wouldn't you know it, he broke free a little bit there. Looking over here at Kevin's end, though, Tank Dell, 24.9. Dell is up to wide receiver 15 on the year. Believe it or not, the Texans' offense looks pretty good. C.J. Stroud is better than I could have expected in his first year. And Dell maximized that with eight catches, 149 yards, and a score. And lastly, the one that you guys all want to hear about, Tom just absolutely going nuclear on my ass, 165.42 to 104.54. Tom's team is littered with Team of the Week players, as I will get to here momentarily. Uh, Saquon leads it off, 28 points on the nose. He caught two touchdowns and ran for 83 more yards. Josh Allen put up 22.5 thanks to three passing touchdowns. We got Brandon Ayuk going for 24.1 with five catches, 156 yards, and a score. And Josh Allen with that 22.5, yeah, that wasn't even the best quarterback performance Tom had because Brock Purdy went for 26.72, 333 yards, and three scores for Purdy. Purdy good, some might say, in fact. And on the walleye, nobody hit 20. All right, those standings, like I said, because the playoff race is starting to look a little interesting here, eh? Up top, we have Sean and Alex, uh, both 10-1. and one. We have Kevin and myself at 8-3. and three. We have Barry and Nathan at 7-4. and four. Keith at 6-5. and five. Tom, Ping, Nut are the trio of teams at 5-6. and six. Paolo and Spencer at 2-9. and nine. Mike and Josh at 1-10. and ten. Josh now takes over the best odds at a playoff spot. Or, sorry, <laughs> playoff spot. <laughs> the first overall pick. Two very different things. Um, but yeah, Josh takes over the, the best odds at the number one overall draft pick because, hey, it wouldn't be a season without the Valley Jobin having a tiebreaker go against them. All right, now that that pause for effect is over, we can look at who is playing who this week. We got the 4th place Walleye and the 12th place Hops. Uh, more nervous for this than I should be, just because it would be very Walleye-esque to lose this, but 
we don't want to think about that too, too long. We got the third place, Objection Protection, and seventh place, the Queen's Royal Vanguard. Fifth place, Scunthorpe, and second place, Fargo. Third place, Valley Jobin, and ninth place, Alabama. Eleventh place, Paolo, and fourteenth place, Connecticut. First place, the Magician, and sixth place, Nathan. Eighth place, Vegas, and tenth place, NUT. And, like I mentioned, the team of the week. T-Law for Alex, Saquon for Tom, Lauren for Mike, Ridley for Keith, Reek for Sean, Tyreek, that is. Um, Kittle for Ping, Tank Dell for Kevin, Ayuk for Tom, Purdy for Tom, and Tyler Bass for Mike. And because this is big and part of the league here, but I'm, everything I say is part of the league, so that's dumb of me. Um, Tom wins the belt. He ends my reign at four weeks. The Vegas Flamingo are your football belt holders. How about that? Round of applause for Tom. Uh, football is really showing. Uh, good returns here for Vegas. Good to see that after some not-so-great performances, perhaps, in the other sports previously. But football, Tom has on lock at the moment. And, of course, while I'm here, I should mention that the football trade deadline is now um, going to be here after this week. So get those trades in. Get those talks in. I can see that some people already took initiative of that with the... Uh, Jerry Judy trade. So let's uh, see if we have any more fireworks left here before the playoffs start. All right, and that means we can finish up here on hockey. Uh, the first matchup. Oh, actually, we got records here. Uh, we had Tom put up a third worst total for hits in a week. Kevin tied the second worst total for hits in a week. And I had the second worst goals in a week. Okay, uh... Ping beats Tom 7-4-1 to four to one here. Two goals, three assists, 29 face-offs, and three STPs from JT Miller. 36 face-offs and 20 shots from William Carlson. Four assists and defense points for Dougie Hamilton. Tom, meanwhile, gets a win. 44 saves and one goals against and a 9-7-8 save percentage from the CAC. Four goals and an assist with 14 shots from Nachushkin. Three goals, or sorry, one goal, three assists, and four STPs from Stone. One goal, five assists, six defense points, and four STPs from Shea Theodore. Ahmed beats Josh 6-4-2. to four to two. two goals, two shots. Or sorry, two goals, two assists. 19 shots for Brock Nelson. Five assists for McKinnon. 52 face-offs for Jenner. Four goals, 15 shots, and 11 hits for Evander Kane. Josh, meanwhile, two goals, two assists. 15 shots and three STPs from Kucherov. Goal, four assists from Gensel. Three goals, two assists from Kyle Connor. Kevin beats Mike 6-5-1. to five to one. Two wins, 59 saves, a 198 goals against, and a 937 from Carter Hart, three defense points and special teams along with 10 blocks from Noah Dobson. Goal, four assists for five defense points from Devon Taves. Mike gets two wins, 54 saves, a 1-5-2 goals against, and a 9-47 save percentage from Markstrom. Ten hits and 15 blocks from Ilya Labushkin. Two goals, three assists, and five defense points from Sergachev. Alex whoops up on Barry, 10-1-1. Win, 60 saves, a .96 goals against, and a 9-68 save percentage combined between Gustafson and Talbot. 14 hits, 8 blocks, and 3 defense points from Radko Gudis, of all people. 4 defense points from Eric Carlson. 5 goals, 2 assists, 45 face-offs from Sidney Crosby. Barry gets 2 goals, 3 assists, 5 defense points, and 3 STPs from Quinn Hughes. Goal, 7 assists, 8 defense points, and 3 STPs from Kale McCarr. 4 defense points apiece from Bouchard and Dalene. And lastly, Spencer retains the belt with an 8-3-1 win over Ronnie. Completing the walleyes. Losing every matchup this week. 
in this most past week that's not fortunate for us, but hey, I'm sure you all enjoyed that, so I'm glad to provide some entertainment to the league in that regard. I'll be magnanimous about getting my ass beat across all three sports here. Uh, Spencer gets a 30-save shout-out from Bennington. Goal, 5 assists, and 3 STPs from Pasternak. Goal, 4 assists, and 3 STPs from Braden Point. 2 goals, 4 assists from Barzell. Goal, 5 assists, 6 defense points from Josh Morrissey. A goal with 5 assists, 40 faceoffs, and 3 STPs from Dreisaitl. While the Walleye had 1 measly standout. Goal, 3 assists, and 47 faceoffs from Bo Horvat. Category leaders for the week. Alex, 24 goals. Spencer, 47 assists. Ronnie, 310 faceoffs. Alex, 180 shots. Alex, 92 hits. Spencer, 91 blocks. Barry, 25 defense points. Spencer, 24 special teams points. Kevin, 6 wins. Mike, 182 saves. Kevin, 2.011 goals against. Alex, 0.9281 save percentage. Players of the week were Brock Nelson for Ahmed, Kale McCarr for Barry, and Alexander Georgiev for Kevin. We got Kale McCarr for Barry, Shea Theodore for Tom, Noah Dobson for Kevin, Drysettle and Morrissey for Spencer for Barry's top five, and a top three in goal, Talbot for Alex, Markstrom for Mike, Georgiev for Kevin. We can go ahead here and find our way to, as I double-check something here real quick. Yep, I'll have to update that here shortly. Um, I want the standings now. So, in first place, your Fargo Frosby, unsurprisingly, a one-game lead over Hillsborough. The Walleye are seven and a half back. Barry is eight and a half back. Mike is the first team on the outside looking in. Twelve and a half back. Ping, 13 back. Ahmed, 14 back. Kevin, 14 and a half back. Josh, 16 and a half back. Tom, 22 and a half back. Scoreboard for the week. We've got third place, Walleye, and eighth place, Kevin. First place, Frago, and seventh place, Ratata. Fifth place, Valley Jobin versus 10th place, Flamingo. Ninth place, Connecticut versus 6th place, Alabama. Fourth place, Gunthorpe versus 2nd place, Hillsborough. Some fun, fun matchups this week, folks. All right, and with it being Thanksgiving, we're going to do another uh, little food segment here. I was going to rank side dishes, but it's kind of hard to find a definitive list of side dishes to kind of use as the basis for me to put my opinions on. So, I don't know, I guess if you listen this far in, uh, what are you most looking forward to having on your plate? In particular, I'm a bit of a stuffing guy. Uh, there's My aunts make a bit of like, almost like a, a corn, it's not cornbread, but it's that type of taste. It's more like a mashed potato consistency as opposed to a bread that's really freaking good. Um, turkey, of course, too, but, I mean, everybody has turkey. For the most part, not everybody, but a lot of people have turkey. So it's the side dishes here that really, really get your variance. I'm not really into the casseroles. not really into the cranberry sauce. Uh, potatoes are obviously always fantastic choice in any form. Fried, mashed, baked, boiled. Any type of potato, I'll eat it. But yeah, stuffing is going to be probably the most appetizing one for me in addition to that uh, cornbread stuff like I mentioned. But dessert is obviously where it gets most fun to me. Um, personally, big... There's a lot of good pies. Um, pumpkin pie is really good. Coconut cream, really good. Apple, any of those are winners. Cheesecake for me, probably over all of those. 
it's not a, a big margin. I, if all four of those were at a Thanksgiving dinner, you better believe I'm getting a piece of all four and enjoying every last bite of them. Um, also, you got um, the pumpkin roll that I make. My mom's recipe, it's terrific. I uh, didn't make one yet this year. I got home Wednesday night from work. I uh, didn't quite logistically have the opportunity to do it, but I will make one this weekend, and I will post about it, and you will post the uh, screenshot of me saying, I wish you guys could smell this. But, yeah, go ahead and uh, give some Thanksgiving food feedback if you want. That's always something that people like to uh, to talk about, so... Yeah, we can go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. With the outro. So thank you all for listening. Um, Had to record this over two nights. That wasn't the most fun in the world, but I don't think I forgot anything here. Looking through my podcast prep uh, document, I touched on everything that I believe I needed to. So, yeah, apologies for the slightly disjointed episode. I don't think it should be too, too noticeable other than the fact that I'm calling attention to it. But, uh, yeah, enjoy your Thanksgivings. Uh, As much as I joked off the top, I am very thankful for all of you. This is quite literally the most fun I've ever had involving sports. Uh, And I really hope to be talking like this here another, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years with you guys. So enjoy your holiday. Thanks for listening. I will catch you all next time.